We are instruments. We are instruments. What's going to happen when your opportunity comes and the Lord picks you up and strums? What are people going to hear? Are you going to be in tune? Are we going to be in tune or are we going to fumble around and the moment passes by? Or are you going to be prepared and the right note's going to come and the right thought's going to go through your mind and the right words are going to come through your mouth or the right action It's a process of tuning. Even the drums has a key that you tune the drums. And this morning, uh, that, what an, uh, an amazing example of the process. The instrument I've told lots of people when I've had coffee with them, I said, you know, when your moment of greatness arrives, your moment to shine, are you going to be ready? Oh, yeah. You know what? I'm going to just quickly look up a scripture verse because it was on my notes. I want to read a scripture. And... I want you to guess who this, this, what the, who this scripture is talking about because I was shocked. I, I read this story, and uh, hang on. And I'm just give me a second. I, I, I want to jump ahead, but I don't want to jump ahead. So, I'm going to read this line out of the, I got to get it really big. Now, listen to this, because, and it came to pass when she pressed him daily with her words and urged him, who am I talking about? Yeah? Now, well, who's the guy in this story? That's right. Samson. Samson. Now, probably a lot of you thought Joseph. Because here was the moment in both of their lives. The words are almost identical. Actually, Justin back there. That's, I want you to read, I mean, put up Judges, that's Judges 16, 16. 
I want you to read this, and then we're going to pull up Genesis 39. It came to pass when she pressed him daily with her words and urged him. Now listen to this line. His soul was annoyed to death. Now, Genesis 39:10. And she spoke to Joseph day after day, and what? He didn't listen to her. Those, I read both of these stories last night and it just blew me away. Samson, raised in a godly home, taught from the moment he was born that he was born for greatness. Born for greatness. And what did he do to prepare himself? He went down into the Philistines and picked a wife. And his parents said, no, no, you can't do that. Can you not find a woman here in our, amongst Israel, amongst our family, amongst our tribe? He said, no, no, I want her. Born into every opportunity, every chance to succeed. And then we have Joseph given a dream, knowing he was meant for greatness. And what happened? He got betrayed by his own family. And yet, when the moment came when the moment came, who was ready? Who was ready? Who was ready? Both going through trials, challenges. Listen to James 1. Consider it a sheer gift. This is from the message paraphrase. Consider it, James 1, verse 2. Consider it a sheer gift, friends, when tests and challenges come to you from all sides. You know that under pressure, your faith life is forced into the open and then shows its true colors. So don't try to get out of anything prematurely, but rather let it do its work so you become mature, well-developed, and deficient in nothing. We've been, Pastor David, Pastor Winona, I've been preaching about the process and here Samson is going through a process. And you know what? I, I was reading this. I was sitting outside, and my heart, as I'm reading this, my heart literally right while I was sitting there, I almost started crying. <laughs> it was like, Samson, don't. Don't, Samson. And it says he was so irritated so frustrated, so annoyed at this process. You know what he did? He opened up his heart 
to the one thing that would kill him, the one thing that was going to take his life. He got so frustrated, and he put himself in this position. He's so frustrated. It says he opened up his heart to her. And I'm sitting there. It's like, I mean, I've read that story since I was a kid. I'm saying, Samson, no. And it wasn't like he accidentally told her. He had three opportunities. At first, he said, if you wrap my arms in this kind of rope, and then she did it. Second time, if you, if you use this kind of, this kind of leather or, or, or straps, and, he, and she did it, and he still, still, still. A third time, he said, now he's getting closer, and he goes, now if you weave my hair a certain way and put it in these kind of dreadlock thingies, and she did it. And he still, I'm, I, I don't know, I was just sitting here, Samson. All these, a life raised, knowing you're meant for greatness, and you're giving it away for some sort of like temporary pleasure. And his moment, his moment came, and he gave in. And this morning, the Holy Spirit spoke to us so clearly. Each one of us, it's, each one of us is an instrument. Finely crafted. You are fearfully and you have been wonderfully made by God himself has finely crafted you. But it's up to you to, whether you're going to be finely tuned when you're picked up. And God in his mercy speaks to us and says, are you going to be ready? Are you going to allow the process? Yes, sometimes there's challenging things that happen to us and our faith gets under pressure. There are things that I can't even explain. There's probably things in your life that you can't explain that have happened. But are you going to allow the process the process, the challenges of life to tune you or throw you out of tune. Wow. And then we look at the life of Joseph. Every opportunity to say, that dream was just a joke. That dream, God was just playing with me. God, what's happening? You gave me that dream, and now where am I? I might as well be dead here in Egypt. A slave. A slave in Egypt. I might as well be dead. 
That's what the life of a slave was like. And yet he didn't forsake God. And in Psalms it says that God is near to the broken, to the contrite, to those who humble themselves. Psalm says God is near to them. And so when it tells us in, in Genesis 39 that God was with Joseph and made him to prosper. It gives us a snapshot into his life that he kept himself humbled. He kept his heart submitted to God's plan and God's purposes and he may not have understood it. There are things that will escape our human understanding, our human mentality, things that escape and we will not understand. But are you willing to stay submitted to the process of maturing and completing? Because that is all of our process. It's all of our process. In Ephesians chapter 4, it says how God has given us pastors and teachers. He's given evangelists and prophets. Evangelists, why? To mature us. And it even says to become like unto the perfect man. And are we, every time we may stub our toe, are we getting irritated and annoyed? I mean, Joseph had the greatest opportunity to, to get irritated, get annoyed. He could have said, you know what? My brothers betrayed me. So what allegiance do I even owe to Potiphar? I'll just betray him. And who will even know? It says in, in the Genesis 39, Potiphar didn't even know what was going on in his house. He just knew that when he got there, he would eat. He'd get a report from Joseph. That's all he knew. And so Joseph had the perfect opportunity to say, well, my dream is dead. I might as well be dead. I'm here in the land of Egypt. My family, my, my dream, my hope is so far away. I think I'll just let loose for a little while. Why? Why bother? Why bother? And Joseph could have so easily thrown in the towel. And it says there was nobody in the house. Nobody there to see it, to witness it. And you know what? He, he says he would not even listen. He would not listen. He would not listen. He would not pay attention and he said, how can I defile myself and go against God? Oh, wow. Two men, moment of greatness. Joseph, I get blown away. He suffered betrayal. Betrayal, and yet he wouldn't even portray someone that he, he was not his family. He was, a, he was a slave owner, and yet Joseph would not betray him. And, and at the end of the day, Joseph saved his father. He could have still killed his brothers. 
He could have still, it would have been justifiable in his eyes, in his own eyes. Could have just said, you know what, guys? Yeah, your kids are safe now, so, you know, I'm doing you a favor. I'll let your kids live, but you know what, you guys? You basically killed me. You left my life good for nothing. And he could have easily, easily allowed himself snap of a finger and they would have been gone. And the children would have survived. But he allowed himself to mature and not get soured by the challenges he faced, to not allow himself to get annoyed and frustrated and to give up, even though there was challenge after challenge after challenge. And yet Samson, Samson put himself in there. It just... You know that under pressure, your faith life is forced into the open and shows its true colors. Under pressure, the challenges, the word in the King James, when you go to the Greek, the root word means to assay, to assay. It's a mining term that you take a a chunk of ore and you crush it down and you start firing it up and heating it up. And round one, you can heat it up and you can, the, the metals melt and you can skim the way and separate them. But even under further heat, the, the metals themselves will separate from each other. And why do we go through, what's the purpose of our challenges? It's to bring out the preciousness, the preciousness that each one of us has been birthed with. And sometimes we go through challenge and then another challenge and another challenge. And it's like, when will the heat ever come off? But the more heat, the more the precious metal will come out. The more it'll come out. And then the next round of heat, the next round of slag comes out of the metal and they scrape it away and it's, more precious. And then the next round of heat comes and there's more precious metal. And it gets finer and finer and finer as it goes through its process. As it goes through its tuning, you become an instrument. You become a finely tuned instrument. Allow God to work in your life. Do not shortcut the challenges that you face. Do not face. Do not shortcut the the growth, the process that God has in place for your maturity. For your maturity. It in I'll read it in the King James. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into divers temptation. That's the assay. Knowing this, that the trying your faith works patience, works endurance. It works steadfastness. I'm just going to read 
a few of the notes that I made. I'm just going to read them word for word. Or else I'm going to keep you here in a whole other hour. For us, we like to look at ourselves and say, you know what, I can do this. And I can make this great of an impact. And I can go this far. And I can reach this. And I can be this famous. And I can be this rich. And we look at our potential in our eyes and we build our expectations. I've done it. And we don't reach our expectations and we get frustrated and annoyed. We are constantly looking for the right moment. We're looking for the right situation. We're looking for the right opportunity. And all the while, God's waiting for the right person. God is looking for the the right instrument. And we spend our lives waiting and looking for the right opportunity and we forget about our person. And we want to shortcut the challenges we face because my life will be over by the time I get through this. And the moment won't be right if I go through that. All the while, God's saying, well, I'm just trying to, to, to get the right person because I can set up any situation. I can move any mountain. I can make a way for the right person. And I've got a perfect concert set up, and I'm waiting for the right instrument that will perfect the symphony and meanwhile we're just waiting I'm waiting for my song I'm waiting for my song and God says I got this amazing symphony and you just need to tune this this string and we just need to crank this string a little bit and God's waiting for the right person. As a matter of fact, it says the eyes of the Lord, they run to and fro throughout the earth looking for the person whose heart is perfect, mature, complete. And then he will show himself mighty. I've seen people, I've seen young people, I've seen ministries flourish on their strengths, on their talents, and fail on their character. And all the amazing 
progress gets washed away by the stench of controversy, the stench of corruption. And people are left in a worse state because someone jumped the gun, because someone didn't want to work on themselves and make themselves ready for the God moment. Instead, they may fabricated their own moment, their own opportunity, and ran with the ball. But God's looking for people that say, Lord, work on me. What, Samson, Lord, what do I need to learn from this situation? Instead of, get me out of this situation. Oh, fine, I'll just tell you. No, God's looking for someone that'll say, Lord, what are you saying to me through this? What do I need to learn through this? How do I need to grow through this? What do I need to know? Because we're going to look back at, I mean, I look back at my life and I can just see corners and milestones and special events that made up my life. And I could have went off the track. I could have thrown in the towel. I could have went for the career, the career move. And sometimes I didn't even know. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know why I made some of the decisions. They were, at the time, they were just dumb decisions, emotional decisions, and yet I look back and it's like, wow, God, God, you were refining me. I was going through some heat, but that heat was was taking away stuff that wasn't going to work out in my life. You were taking away stuff that would rob me of time, rob me of energy, rob me of attention, rob me of focus. And all the time you were refining me and making me ready. And this morning my challenge is to you. Are you going to be ready? Are you going to be ready? Are you going to be that finely tuned instrument that when the Holy Spirit says it's time, you're going to fit right into that symphony, perfectly tuned, perfectly ready, ready to flow with how the Holy Spirit is moving, working. Are you going to be ready? Are you going to allow the process to mature you and develop you and to grow you. Amen. Amen. 12 o'clock. The Holy Spirit, just amazing. Mm. Hebrews 5, 8. Though he were the Son of God, talking about Jesus, though he were the Son, yet he learned obedience through the challenges he faced, through the things that he suffered. I, I mean, though that's another scripture I read, and it's just, it just, my mind just goes, what? 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 Even though he were the son of God, he learned obedience through the things that he suffered. 
this morning. We all go through challenges. We all go through challenges. I'm going to take one minute. I'm going to give you, all right, the practical outflow. Think about God's character. We're, it says that we have been made into his image after his likeness. And then in the New Testament, it says now the Holy Spirit is conforming us into the image of the dear son, he says. Start meditating on his characteristics. I put on my notes, the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, kindness, gentleness, meekness, faithfulness, long-suffering slash patience, steadfast. Start, just sit and think about, I, it, I, I'm, I have a real short attention span, and I'll sit back and start thinking, and then I'll start looking around, and... I challenge you, start thinking. Joshua read this morning, blessed is the man that delights in the law of the Lord and meditates on it day and night. Allow the characteristics of God. That, just think about them. Lord, I want to become more like you. I want to become more. Then God will start Growing those characteristics and then he asks God for the opportunities to demonstrate the fruits of the Spirit. Now, this is just one, one example of growing and maturing. Meditate on God's characteristics. Meditate on the fruit of the Spirit. Then ask God, give me opportunities to demonstrate, to grow in these. Look for them. Look for opportunities to share that fruit. Look for opportunities to be kind. Look for opportunities to share a word of peace instead of agitation and frustration. Ask God, I want to I speak peace into it. But start looking for those opportunities and then have the courage. Can you imagine the courage it took for Joseph in my mind, Samson just kind of took the easy route and gave in. But Joseph took the courage. He, he could have been killed. You know, giving in probably would have saved his life, whereas taking the courageous stand and running probably should have killed him. But ask God for the courage to say, you know, I normally react this way. I'm going to change. I'm going to start changing. I'm going to start growing. This summer, pick up a book. You may have some extra time. You might go to the beach or, or uh, get the opportunity to be at a hotel and at a pool or something. Get a book and start reading. Start reading and growing. Start maturing. Start filling... I, I liked it. I told my son, fill the bank account that you've got with good stuff so that when the Holy Spirit comes, you've got something to draw on. You just won't be empty and stand there speechless and fumble and bumble 
and then the opportunity is gone. But fill the bank account with something good, with something positive, with Scripture. Fill it. Then when the Holy Spirit comes and picks you up as an instrument, you're ready. You're ready. You're ready to step in and join the symphony. Join the symphony. Amen. Amen. Don't shortcut the process. Don't, I think he said, don't try to get out of anything prematurely, but allow the work to, to, to be done so you'll become well developed and not deficient when the moment of greatness comes across your path. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Lord. Lord, you have been speaking to us from the moment we walked in, encouraging us to meditate on your word and how we become a strong and powerful and fruitful and prosperous tree if we will meditate and delight in your word. And Lord, you told us how we would be, we are instruments. We are finely crafted instruments. And Lord, our desire is to be finely tuned and ready that when you pick us up and that you insert us into your symphony of what you are doing, we will be ready. We will be ready. We will be ready when our moment of greatness crosses our path. Our moment of greatness being the right parent that says a loving word, says an encouraging word. Whether it's in a classroom, in our family room, at the dinner table, in the office space, around the water cooler. Those are all moments of greatness that shape us, that prepare us, that mature us. Lord, let us be ready. to be that instrument that you can pick up at moment's notice and then we'll fit right in to what you're saying and to fit into what you're doing to bring glory to your name, not our name. Not to us be the glory, but to you. That, that our life will glorify you that we make a name for you, that you will be glorified and that you will be honored in everything that we say and everything that we do. And everybody said, amen, amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful afternoon. Amen.